What would it be like to create a new identity? This isn't about the witness protection program or international spies. It begins with a healing process that allows you to discover what lights you up and makes you happy. That's what we're talking about in this episode. You'll also learn how to illuminate your natural radiance, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Ronnie Ann Ryan, your go-to intuitive coach bringing real talk to the mystical realm on the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. Feel like the universe or your spirit guides aren't delivering? Maybe you're confused by esoteric lingo or which healing method to try. Well, you're in the right place because who has time for confusion when you're trying to build a business, find love, heal and recover, or leave your partner or job? I'll turn that mumbo jumbo into clear, actionable steps that fit easily into your life. So buckle up, open that heart chakra, and let's cut through the cosmic fluff together, shall we? Good fortune favors the bold and those who aren't afraid to call it like they see it right here on the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. Hi, this is Ronnie and Ryan, your go-to intuitive coach. And today I'm here with Katie White, who is a trauma-informed Akashic Reiki master teacher who could no longer ignore the powerful nudge to shift her life. So she made a bold decision to trust her intuition, stop living the cookie cutter life and playing small and commit to build a life she was proud of. She works with empathetic souls craving freedom from mental and physical pain and uses various healing experiences to help you rediscover yourself on a path to whole body happiness. She's able to bring awareness to subconscious thoughts that you are holding back and shift them, providing healing that laugh. She's truthfully never felt like she belonged anywhere until she experienced the unshakable power of this work. When you are in her presence, she is absolutely honored to illuminate the natural radiance within you. Oh my gosh. Welcome, Katie. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Ronnie. This is amazing. (laughs) It's always so amazing to hear your own bio. You know, being really like, who is that again? Anyway. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, you're talking about me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Cracks me up. All right, you made a bold decision and you want to stop living a cookie cutter life. So let's start there because that sounds juicy. Yeah. Throughout my entire childhood and my entire life, it was all, well, this is what you do. You go to school, you work your butt off, you are involved in all these activities, you go to college, you get a job, you get married, you get a house, all of this, all of these steps. It was just the expectation that was there. I reached this point in my corporate career after being there for a decade where I was a new mom. I was commuting over an hour a day and I just could not handle working the 60, 80 hour work week with commuting two hours a day with a newborn. Like it just, my body shut down. And I had a friend who introduced me to Reiki energy healing. And I just went to one session because I was like, "Uh, okay, self-care. What is that? Right? Like, all right, let's go ahead. I walked out of there speechless, but also so relaxed. I had never felt that relaxed. And so it it started me down this personal development journey and spiritual journey where I was just like, this is not the life that I want to keep living. So I, my bold decision then in 2016 was to leave my corporate job, my cushy six-figure job that was stable and benefits and all the dream job, right? A dream job as a college kid. And I decided to leave that and to pursue helping women who were like me, overwhelmed, stressed, in survival mode, break that cycle. And that's all right. Yeah. Wow. And we're glad you did. (laughs) You use the Akashic Records. Now you and I have talked before, but I know that we have some crossover in terms of how we use the Akashic Records, but then we also have some differences. 
Plus, you're doing Akashic Reiki, which I have to tell you, I don't know what that is. I'm not sure. Is it Akashic Reiki? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, it is. That's the term. So mm-hmm. I took Reiki back in 1990 when there was only one kind of Reiki and there it wasn't around. It wasn't that prevalent. And the Reiki master came from Canada Ooh, to okay. Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And it's so different now. Like somebody told me when she learned Reiki, they told her to get the energy flowing in her hands. You go Reiki, Reiki, Reiki. I'm like, what? <laughs> I never heard of that. I was like, never heard of that either. Reiki just goes because the intention is that you're going to do it now you know it's yeah, like but i guess wisdom. <laughs> if you need some kind of you know tool to or some kind of switch i guess that would work really well you know it's kind of like did you ever see the movie beetlejuice you're beetlejuice okay. beetlejuice beetlejuice yeah you know it's like reiki 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 anyway <laughs> so let's let's talk about what's akashic reiki so i love this piece i love combining these two because the akash is a very masculine energy It's a very grounded, very human conscious energy. Whereas Reiki is a very feminine energy, a very loving, nurturing, healing energy. And so when we can combine the two, it really anchors the healing and it creates that long lasting transformative healing. And so I love being able to bring bring down and like we talked about some of the differences with how we both use the Akashic records, right? I work both past or all three rather past, present and future findings in the Akash and then be able to bring that down into using Reiki to channel and create relaxation and ultimately the ultimate space for healing for the client. But I find that when the information, the downloads come in from the Akash, it it helps their human, right? Whereas the Reiki helps that soul. So when we can combine the soul and the human and create that one like molding experience, it helps really interlock and create that lasting depth. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's so interesting. I never thought of the Akashic records as being more masculine, but I guess it's fact-based. So so that makes sense, actually. Yeah, you know, I think if you were to look back at the end of the 1900s and you were to say, what was the biggest influence on spirituality in the 1990s, 1980s, 1990s, what would you say? And I would say two things, Reiki and yoga, because both things were kind of happening at the same time. And I talk about this often. Those are two paths. You know, I've done over... 160 something episodes. So I've talked to a lot of people and this is what people talk about when they say how they started their path. Oh, I did yoga. Oh, I did Reiki. And I I was listening to these women on another podcast and one of them is a Reiki master. And she was talking about how the Reiki energy for her, she puts, she does it with everything. She puts it into her magic. It was just so interesting how she uses it with everything, which is great. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't think about that way. I used it for healing and I used it for clearing because I used that symbol, the chokere symbol for as a, when I do space clearing or even physical, you know, clearing on the body, whatever I've used that too. So that's really interesting, combining the masculine and feminine. I learned something new today. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really, and I love what you were just saying, like it's the infusion, being able to infuse Reiki into all areas of your life. It's powerful. Yeah. This one woman was talking about how if you want to just calm down, one of the fastest things you can do is three minutes of Reiki. I'm like, oh, why didn't I ever think of that? You know, when you're all flipped out about whatever, you need to just calm down. You know, you could do breathing exercise, but yeah, you could do three minutes of Reiki too. So let's not forget that for all of us who are practitioners. (laughs) 
<laughs> Absolutely. Don't forget to turn on the Reiki. It's always with you. Let's talk about another thing that you said, which I find really interesting, the idea of creating a new identity. So when does that come into play? It really comes into play once. So there's always this reason why women come to me and why they start their journey. Oftentimes I find that they're at their wits end with how life is, whether that is that they've been supported by another healer, coach, or therapist of some sort, right? For for what they've been working through and they're just not getting anywhere. I find that women, they're like, well, I might as well give this one last try is kind of the vibe that I get from a lot of a lot of clients. And when, when a woman comes in like that, it's like, okay, well, who do you want to be? And they have no idea, right? They have no idea what is fun or joyful or what their ideal day looks like or who's around them, or they, they just have no idea, or they pull from things that they think society wants them to, to do or feel right. And it's like, no, we're breaking that cookie cutter mold. We're breaking those societal standards. Like, what is it that makes you light up like a freaking Christmas tree, right? And so it's an evolution oftentimes because we have to start releasing those limiting beliefs that they have upon themselves or the expectations that other people have put them on or these other relationships that keep shrinking them because those relationships are a reflection back to them to say, your light is too bright. I don't like it. So I'm going to shrink you and put you into this depression and anxiety. And it's for us to rise above that and to create that new identity. And so it's typically that gradual process from there. But then before we end our time working together, we really do sink into all the areas of your life and say, what is your soul bringing forward? How, what is your soul's mission here to do? What is it that your higher self want? It is that calling for you. And let's anchor into that and come up with the actionable steps in order to make that happen in this human experience. Come up with the actionable steps. Mm -hmm. So isn't it interesting how a lot of times it's easier to talk about what you don't want because yep. you're usually pretty familiar with that, right? And so that's oftentimes a lot where we start and that's where we find the limiting beliefs, right? And that's where we get to, that's where I, I drop into the Akash to really understand their past, but then tune into, well, what will serve them right now here in their present energy? And once we can do that, we can tap into the future, right? But we have to, we do have to kind of go back in the past. I, I always you know, especially when people come to me and they're, they're like at their breaking point that their wits end, it's like, they're like, I'm tired of talking about the past. I'm like right there with you. Right. So we drop into it a little bit. Maybe there is still some like inner child work or past life regression work that we need to do a little bit more, but then it's like, okay, what's going to serve you right now here today in your present energy, where you are right now, right? I match your energy where you are coming in. Right. And then from there, you're right. It's easier for them to say, well, I don't like this part of my life. Okay. Well, what about this? And that's where the Akash really helps to guide, to provide new perspective shifts or to bring down guidance that opens their opens their eyes and opens up the possibilities for them. No, opens up the possibilities for them to dream is. Okay. When you were learning to be an Akashic Reiki master, you learned about the healing aspect. Did you also learn about how to get the information out of the records as well? It was all that all included in that training? It was an evolution of over a couple of years that it, it took. And it took a lot of practice for me, right? It took a lot of like experimentation for me and really tuning into what my gifts are because everybody receives those downloads differently. Yeah. For me, I found that my strongest 
I guess I have a lot of a psychic abilities as I just say that. Um, I was going to say my strongest, but they really, all three of these really work together. I have this just inner knowing and I take on my client's energy when I'm with them. And so I can feel what they feel within my own body. I can, I have this inner knowing. That's an empathic thing, right? And it's a very empathic thing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I also hear so I'll hear words or yes, no's. I hear, like yes, no's are are very crystal clear to me, but I'll also be able to hear and channel, especially like from past loved ones, that psychic mediumship gift of just being able to like tune into those messages that come through. And then my first psychic gift was actually vision and being able to to visualize and and see what it is that they need to do or where they were. I'll often use like the vision gift if we're doing inner child work and I can describe where I see that energy and they're like, oh, that's my childhood home or, oh, that's the farm I grew up on. Or the other day I had a client who came in who was angry. I still don't know what she was angry about and it didn't matter because I don't need to know like the human details of any of it. But it was just this like this vision I, I kept getting that she had to stomp and scream and she just wouldn't. Like her human was like, that's uncomfortable. I'm not doing that. So I was like, okay, I'll do that. And so because I was her energy, I took that and was able to scream and grunt and like make the sounds that her energy wanted her to. But that all came in through my, my auditory and my vision. And I just moved how I saw and heard and felt. And she, within 15 minutes, she was like, my anger is gone. <laughs> like she, she, was wow. kind of, she was kind of dumbfounded too. She was like, uh, I don't, I don't know what else to say. So that's how I use my gifts to, to help clients move. Okay. Energy. All right. Now that I know you're clear mm -hmm. cognizant, cause you yep. know, clear audience, cause you hear and clairvoyant cause you see what's your favorite. Oh, <laughs> oh. I love being able to see. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I enjoy it all. I really, I love, yeah. I love anytime I can, you know, connect with spirit and bring something forth that's helpful or helps me understand or move forward or make new choices. I'm very excited, but there's nothing like a good vision. Is there? I know. That's how my psych psychic visions came in first. And I Me think too. that's why they're like near and dear to my heart. Right. But yeah, there's nothing like seeing it. And I blow myself away all the time where I'm like, okay, this is crazy. Like this vision's crazy. And I, I tell them and they're like, no, that's exactly spot on. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. I, I have a lot more at this point. I get a lot more that I hear than I mm. see. So when yeah. I see, I'm like, oh, look at this. I got a vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like my... My strongest one is knowing, and it, it's taken me recently to just really believe that and to trust it, mm. like just to trust that knowing. Yeah, it's that's not hard. Wrong. It's hard because you're getting, when you get a knowing, you get the whole thing. Right. It's hard. It's not like you heard a few words or you saw a picture of something and you're not having a sense of something, you know, it's the whole no. thing. Uh, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I have had that happen sometimes. Yeah. But not all the time. I definitely hear now more than anything. And maybe it was because awesome. I, I shifted over to channel. Sometimes I channel and that's when you just let the all the, everything flow through you. And right, I think so that's part of the spiritual journey too, is just to allow those gifts to come forward. And the ones that you need in that season of life, I do believe get stronger, right? Well, that makes sense. Totally. All right. So you want to share a client, another client story? Because you told one good one. Okay. 
a client came to me who just, she, she came with what she, what she described as just a ton of baggage. She's like, my whole life has been a train wreck and I don't know what to do with it, but I don't want to hold it anymore. And we worked together for probably about seven months and I, she's still, she's still a client of mine. And through that seven month journey, it was a lot of Reiki. It was a lot of past life regression and inner child. She just had a lot from not even this lifetime. And one of the things that blew her away and me, to be honest, was again, through a lot of that vision, I was seeing her needing to do somatic movements. And so I've taken somatic movement courses just for my own self. And there was a lot that came through in the Akasha, like how to move her hips to release those deeper emotions that are just rooted within her body. And then we used essential oils as well to match the frequency of the emotions that she was feeling on the organs that she was doing. And through between the somatic movements, the energy healing, the essential oils, she ended up losing 30 pounds in like a couple months. And she just was like, this was the extra weight. Just a quick break so I can tell you some exciting news. Do you wish you had a crystal ball so you'd know the best way to solve a crisis when it comes up or a challenge that you might be facing now? Are you tired of second guessing yourself at every turn? Now, imagine what your life would be like if you could feel more confident and trust yourself. This is why I'm thrilled about my new program, Awaken Your Sixth Sense. It's time to tap into your own inner wisdom, connect with and rely on your intuition. It's a massive game changer. I've made it so easy for you with seven lessons to help you connect with your inner knowing. You'll learn what clear you naturally have, how to ask the right questions, use divination tools, erase self-doubt, and trust yourself. The entire program is available for just $27. Check it out today and see if this program feels right to you. Visit intuitiveedge.biz slash awaken. Be one of the first to overcome problems and trust your gut like you never could imagine before. Go to intuitiveedge.biz slash awaken to learn more. Now back to the program. We talk about creating a new identity. She's like, who am I now without this weight? And she was having a really hard time figuring out how to take up space and how to stop shrinking when now her body is physically shrinking. And it just has been a beautiful thing to watch her come in. And then I was probably about halfway through where that weight started to fall off just because we were releasing all of the years and the, the all of the baggage, as she said, right? But then she kind of got paralyzed and she was like, well, who am I without the weight? And so that was the beautiful part where we got to create this new identity, align with her higher self. And now watching her step in and like she's coming to my retreat in June and she's just on fire. Like her business is taking off her, right? She's like figuring out how to work with her kids and how to work with her spouse. And she's like, things are just moving. And it's, and I was like, that's the ripple effect that we talk about, right? And so- It's taken, right? And and there was that point where she was like, I'm paralyzed now. What do I do? Who am I now? And so that's the beautiful part about having space held for you. Like we get to do that and feel safe and to explore and try things on. It's kind of like putting on a mask, put this on and see how it feels. But if it doesn't feel good, let's change it. Wow. What an amazing thing. That's so empowering. Mm, I absolutely love it. <laughs> Wow. I love those stories. It's the kind of thing where you wish you could just put that in a little bottle and give everyone a bottle of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
One of the things you mentioned in your bio was illuminating the natural radiance. So tell me a little about what that's about. You know, what's that about? What does that mean? So this is all about, we all have a light inside of us and it's our soul, right? Our soul chose this time, this place on earth, all of the, the struggles that we have been through, all of the darkness that this human experience brings us through, all the joys that it brings us through, right? That is a part of who we are. And so when we allow ourselves to flow with life, that's where that natural radiance just gets to come out. But so many of us are feeling the weight of all of the darkness that we we sometimes can't even see the light. And so one of the things that I do is in your in my presence, I will light you up, right? I will help you see that natural radiance just come forward because it exists there. It's just that we have to get past the subconscious story that you have. It's kind of like the story I just told, right? Like she was holding on to all of that weight physically and emotionally. But once we let go of those stories and broke those stories and reprogrammed the subconscious, she was able to just shine. And that's that natural radiance. And now she's finding that she can flow through life, right? Without so much resistance. And it's not to say that she doesn't have challenges and resistance and other healings that have been coming her way. I think I think so many of us right now are going through this huge up level again, right? But it's that she can surrender easier. She can lean more into grace and, and self-care and healing for herself, knowing that it's going to continue as she keeps turning inward into that natural radiance that was in within her, her soul, and allowing that to push out any of the darkness that it's just going to shine brighter, right? Um, One of my analogies that I, I find that I use is, you know, if you are in a dark room, but you have a flashlight and you turn that flashlight on, the room's not dark anymore, right? And it's like, yep. that's, that's how I describe holistic energy healing, right? It's like, we just have to turn the flashlight on. That's that natural radiance. We just have to, once we turn her on, there's no turning her off. There's no stopping her. That's cool. Once you turn her on, there's no turning her off. Like once you have the awareness, there's no going back. That's the transformation. That's the lastingness of it. So now let me ask you, you know, how long have you been doing this for? About five years. Great. So you've had your share of clients. Have you noticed any patterns in your clients? And since you started, have the patterns shifted in terms of what people come to you about? Yes. Oh, I love this question so much, Ronnie. Okay. So everything in life is a mirror. And so in the beginning of my journey, right, everything that came to me was about being stressed and overwhelmed and overworked. The patterns that I saw were helping create around their career path because that's where I was, right? I was redefining my career. I needed to get out of my other career. And so a lot of the patterns were around that. It was also around communication around relationships. That's probably been a pattern though that has stayed throughout these five years because it's back. Relationship Mm -hmm. stuff. Okay. Yeah. Relationship stuff. Just like, how do I even tell this person or how do I create this boundary or I want more out of life, but this person doesn't, how do I still maintain a relationship or they don't share the same beliefs? I do a lot of relationship work, not together, but just like for that client, helping them navigate those waters. So yeah, early on it was that. And then most recently it's been it's been all of the shrinking. I have a lot of relationships in my life that have attempted to control and shut me down and shrink me and shrink that natural radiance. 
And through my healing journey, right, that radiance, like I just said, it doesn't go away. Once it gets turned on, it does not go away. So it might feel like it diminishes and it shrinks and it has to people please. And right, there's a, I deal with a lot of people pleasing and being the good girl, right? And following the rules and following other people's expectations. Oh, not following the rules, please. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> just put a knife in my throat, in my heart. I don't know. Just, just, uh. and so, yeah, I feel like right now I'm, I'm working with women who want to break the mold, whether it's from like a societal part with their partners, with their business, just like, I don't want to do that anymore. Right. So let's not right because that's exactly where my energy is. My energy is in like a, a forceful, there's a lot of connotations that, but it's in a, this is turned on. This is my life. This is my truth. And if you don't like my truth, then we can part ways and it's okay. And thank you for all of the things that you have shown me and I have learned and grown and evolved. And now it might be time to part ways. So that's what I'm seeing a lot in my clients too, is, is a lot of the breaking the rules, no longer wanting to people please, and no longer willing to, to shrink for other people. You know, I do full moon group once, mm. a, once a month and I read a little bit about, I'm not an astrology person, but I read a little bit about the astrology having to do with the moon. Well, mm -hmm. for months and months at the end of uh, 2023 and now the beginning of 2024 it's been about letting go of relationships and work and other things that no longer serve you or that are impeding your progress or don't feel right anymore and it's been going on for a while so it's interesting that you're bringing that up because that's evident in your clients and what you're working on with them yeah i mean i'm, I'm also not an astrologist but i do find it fascinating the patterns that are coming up like in myself, in my clients, it's exactly aligning with what the planets are doing too, right? And that's what I keep just voicing and expressing is like, all of this is happening for us, right? It might suck to be in the storm, right? But it's all happening for us. It's all unfolding exactly as it's meant to. And like, the, we can use astrology to help with that human proof. Because yeah, it's a, it's a pattern amongst so many right now. And the truth is being revealed in lots of different ways. Yes, it sure is. So how do you deal with people who have different belief systems? Because that's happening so much, especially in the U.S. We're so divided. And, you know, how do you deal with that? Like one way I deal with it is I just try not to talk about it. I don't want to get into conversation because we're not going to convince each other. So why even bother? We're all going to get aggravated. I just avoid the whole topic. But that's my method. And, you know, I'm not an avoidance type of person. But in that instance, I don't really see a solution. So I'd rather not even start. But I'm curious what you recommend to people about that kind of conflict. Yeah, that's a, oh, that's a great question because I'm right there with you. I don't really care what your beliefs are, right? Because they're your beliefs. I'm not trying to convince you of mine. I don't want to be convinced otherwise either. But when it comes to conflicts, especially within relationships and how how to overcome those. I find this dynamic more relevant to parent child. Oh, really? At least for my clients. And in this context is like, they want to be able to set their boundary with their parent, but their parent, they don't understand the choices that the child is making, despite it being that like their child is now an adult. And so of course, there's this complexity that I'm like, okay, well, the relationship of the parent-child needs to evolve, right? The it's yes. not necessarily a child, right? It's it's an adult relationship at that point. Yeah. But where I find 
the advice that the guidance that I often give is some people can't handle the truth, right? And so or point. the truth might be different. And the truth might be different. What I often give as guidance is find outlets that you can speak your truth. And so for the outlets or for the other people that you can't, that maybe you used to, but you can't anymore because they can't handle it, or it might be different than their truth. And they're just unwilling to see that other side. Yeah, I do keep quiet. And that is my recommendation. It is not worth my time and energy and investment to try to speak my truth and be authentic there. It's not worth it. And so, because they're not what, open to it anyway, and we're not open correct. to their perspective. So, but we can agree to you have yours and I'll have mine and let's move on. Correct. And so that's where I say it is important to have that community where you can still be your authentic self, where you still can speak truthfully and honestly and just be held, right? Like I have clients that we have very different beliefs about varying things. I can still hold you. I can still support you. That's you can still speak your truth with me, right? Because I'm open to that, but there are definitely other relationships out there that are not even open to hearing it. Yes, very, very true. And that's why I just try to avoid. You have the people who you can trust and who respect you and who are on a similar vibe or path or they have this a similar worldview. And that's essential. You know, like when I talk to people in the past, I was a dating coach, so I used to talk to them about what's important to you. And almost no one ever put on their list similar worldview. But that's a pretty hard foundation to create if you don't have a similar worldview. I just don't think that works. And so, you know, my husband and I don't see it about everything political, but it doesn't really matter because we have enough of a similar worldview. Right. But we can exist in the same plane. Whereas I've encountered other people where I'm like, whoa, is that what you think? Yikes. You know, like I didn't say that out loud, but I was stunned and had a very hard time thinking, what am I going to say next? Because I can't go in that. I don't fit in that world. Yeah. In situations like that, I just, I let them talk. And there is that part that I ask myself, like, am I shrinking? Right. Am I embarrassed or shameful of my truth and how it's differing? I just don't think that I'm a controversial person like that. Why waste my energy? My energy is precious. Who I allow into my energy is my decision. Yeah. And that's a boundary for me that I'm like, no, I don't want to let you into my energy. I don't want to give you any more of my energy. So I'm out. To me, I don't look at it as like avoidance. I look at it as an empowering decision on how to utilize my energy best because my energy is mine. That's a very positive viewpoint. And I think that makes total sense because what you're deciding in that moment is I'm not going to waste my energy or my time. You're right. It's not avoidance. It's self-preservation. Correct. Honoring honoring yourself. Yeah. What, you know, who you are, who you know you are, what works for you. Enough said, right? Yeah. Yep. Those are the types of perspective shifts that I offer clients, right? When they, when they come in and they're just like, wait, wait a minute. Like, isn't this the truth? Well, something else could also be true, right? And then you're right. also not contributing to a new problem. Right. 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 I'm because just going to get you... into that contest. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, it's really, you know, this idea that there's more than one truth is really difficult for some people to handle. And it took me a while to, you know, as they say, wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. But you know, because there should only be one truth. That's what we're told, right? You know, if there's if there's a crime, there's there's only one truth about who did the crime and whatever. But unfortunately, we all see things through lenses. 
So you would think, well, you know, one person said it was 215 and another person said they came from the left. And it's weird how you get very different accounts and they were all there and that's all their truth. It's very strange, almost like there are shades of truth instead of just black and white, which is very odd to think there can be different truths. But that's the whole point of the perspective is mm-hmm. that, you know, when you're coming from a very different perspective, you have a different truth. Yeah. So that's what makes it so hard for us to come back closer we have to figure it out at some point but i guess it's not going to be with you and me today katie (laughs) no probably not no but i think that's where being open to hearing the other person again you don't have to agree with them but just hold the space right like yeah hold the space for them to be truthful and honest and authentic and you'll watch that gets turned back for you to be authentic too and if it doesn't that's your sign that's that intuition saying this isn't the right relationship for you. You're you're expending energy where it's not welcome. Where it's not welcome. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. All right. That's a good place to wrap up. Yeah, that was <laughs> awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Is there something you want to offer the audience? So Katie, do you have something for my audience? I do. I would love to gift you a five days to come. It's a five-day meditation series that has meditation that you can do each day that is through, there's chakra clearings and there's just connecting with your intuition and include in the show notes. Awesome. We could all use another calming meditation. I'll tell you that. Katie, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you for sharing about your business, your work, your healing, your clients, and that it is possible to find and bring out that natural radiance and hold on to it. And I personally find that very exciting. So thank you again. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining me in this sacred space on your journey to clarity and spiritual growth. If you're at a crossroad in the middle of a life crisis or challenge, try intuitive coaching or book an intuitive or past life reading at intuitiveedge.biz. Enjoyed our time together? Please rate, review, and share this podcast with a friend to spread the magic. Until next time, this is Ronnie and Ryan wishing you love and magic. Magic.